Thanks for listening. This is Momentum, the entrepreneurship podcast for photographers. I'm your host, Nate Grahek, portrait photographer and entrepreneur. Join me each week as I interview the most successful and inspiring photographers in our industry. We bring you innovative and proven business strategies you can use to shift the momentum in your own photography business, giving you the freedom to do more of what you love in business and in life. Hey, everybody. Thanks so much for tuning in. I've got an amazing episode, an amazing guest, Brooke Summer. She is a boudoir photographer and educator, just a marketing genius. I have had so many (laughs) questions and answers, and my mind is going a thousand miles a minute just talking to her in the last half hour. I'm so excited to have Brooke on the show today. Brooke, thanks for joining. Thank you so much for having me. I'm happy to be here. Brooke, let's start with, um, I'm going to give a quick outline of the things we're going to talk about today. Number one, what I loved you mentioned is you see your website and your email marketing um, tactics as part of the same strategy. So we're going to talk about what she means by that. She's going to talk about some of the benefits she's received over the years um, of, of using email and how it's helped her book more of the right types of clients that don't balk at her prices. And finally, she's gonna we're gonna get really tactical for those of you that are using and dabbling in email marketing. She's gonna talk about how she teaches her subscribers to take action. So just like like in every episode, I like to walk you guys through very practical, some a little bit of strategy, but some also tactical stuff you can start executing in your business today. Brooke, thank you so much for joining us. Why don't you start with just a quick history, um, how you decided to become a photographer, why you focused on boudoir, and how long you've been shooting uh, boudoir professionally now. Definitely. I started, I had my first paid session in 2006. It was a senior session for a whopping $20. (laughs) And it was with a point and shoot camera. And I was convinced that I had just made it. Like I was a badass and yeah. sorry, I, can't, I don't know if I can say that. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, total badass. <laughs> <laughs> I was so excited because someone was paying me to do what I loved. And it, it was about three years that I realized that families, while I enjoyed them, were not where my heart was. And when I saw that boudoir was a real thing and that I could take Victoria's Secret type photos of everyday women and moms and grandmothers and help them remember their power, remember their value, and that they are not just a mom, a wife, or you know, someone that works for a company, that they are valuable because they are human and because they're alive and they're breathing. And that was so important to me. So in 2009, I made the decision to focus specifically on boudoir. I still did weddings a little bit, but I kind of started to phase them out. And next year will be my 10-year anniversary. And I'm still going strong. I am a full working photographer. I know that's something people are concerned about with teachers, but I have a multiple six-figure business in Denver, a hopping studio. I only work with clients two days a week. So it is definitely possible and you can do it. Oh, well said. I'm, I'm so so happy to have this. I think you, you touched on so many great things. Number one, I want to acknowledge how well you shared with me your why. I, I, I talk almost every day about Simon Sinek's Start With Why. It's become kind of the foundation for any good marketing um, conversation. And you shared, which I'm sure you've practiced and honed, sharing that with potential clients. And 
I just get it. I get that's who you are. And that's, I like, I want to refer you to my friends, to, like, to <laughs> women in my life who I know would benefit from that. This is such a strong, resonant thing. And when you say, one of the, the reasons I heard recently about why it's so good to be able to say your why succinctly and authentically is when if when somebody asks you, hey, what do you do? And you just simply say back, um, well, I'm a photographer and I, I do high school seniors and families and newborns. And Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> people are like, they're like, oh, okay, cool. And on to the next. But when people reply like you just did, it triggers like a different emotional part of our brain. And even if that person that you're telling doesn't, isn't your target market, like I'm not your target market, I start thinking about people in my life I care about who I want to tell you about, to tell um, them about you, right? Yes. And that's what happens when you use really meaty, like authentic emotional language. So what, really well done. Second, congrats on, uh, uh, on running an amazing business and structuring it right. So you're only shooting two days a week and dedicating other time on your life and your business and other parts of your business because it's not just about shooting. Um, so cool. Okay. So let's dig in to the content. I love that you mentioned you see your website and email marketing as two tactics, part of the same strategy. What do you mean by that? Absolutely. So as photographers, when we are putting together an image, especially when you have full control over that image, it's not a wedding day, you're not rushed, and you see this image in your brain, you are thinking about where the focus point will be. You're thinking about what you want everything to look like. And I really think that we're doing our websites kind of a disservice in just kind of slapping it up there and hoping for the best. There needs to be a strategy in your website. And one of those strategies, and it doesn't have to be the same for every page, but one of those strategies absolutely should be to add people to your email list. Not so that you can sell to them every opportunity you get and be this slimy used car salesman, but so that you can serve them, so that you can build their relationship with them. Especially if you are in a genre of photography that requires a little more consideration things like newborn trust. Yes. Yes. Oh my gosh. You're going to hand over your newborn to this photographer. You need to trust them or boudoir. You're taking off your clothes. You need to build that no like trust factor. And email marketing is one way to really nurture that relationship so that even if they're not ready right now to book with you, they will be, and you will be the first person that comes to their minds. Yeah, I think I like to use the analogy that a website, we give it like we give the different things in our business like jobs Mm -hmm. and we give the website a job of booking us clients when it really, it's not very good at that, right? (laughs) It's not very good at closing. There's, I think it's good that people have a contact form, but I want all of the listeners right now, how many bookings have you actually gotten from your website where somebody has gone from a complete unknown who's never heard of you has remembered to come back. Cause it's how unlikely is it? They're going to decide to fill out your contact form on the first visit to their web to your website, that your website alone is good enough in just like one sitting to convince them that they can trust you and that you're the right person. Yes. Um, sometimes a lot of times you're just going to get, if it is their first visit and they do fill out your contact form, it's probably just somebody shopping for price mm-hmm. and they really don't care about who you are and what you do that's special. Um, 
So cool. And so what you're saying is you should be focusing on getting an email address. Yes. Your website is your handshake to the world. It is so important that you are able to capture someone's attention. You have three seconds now. (laughs) Goldfishes have an attention span of seven seconds. So we as humans are down to three. (laughs) You get a whopping three seconds to grab someone's attention and you have to ask yourself, what do I want them to do? In that three seconds, what do I want them to do? Do I want them to click here? Do I want them to opt in? Do I want them to download something, a free guide, opt into a free course? There needs to be an overall strategy and a goal. And email marketing is a huge part of that. So true. I'm going to share a quick anecdote. I love the science between... Have you read the book um, Influence by Robert Cialdini? Yes, and I love it. Um, I'm such a nerd, but we're going to go deep here for a a quick tactic called consistency. There's a a reason there's so many different constructs of why email marketing works, but there's one quick study that's been repeated over and over and over again, where they go around a neighborhood where they think that they want to reduce speeding and they go door to door and they, they, they say, Hey, can we put these giant drive slow, like six foot signs in your yard? That's like, that, that takes, that's a too much of an ask. The same way that your website that just says, Hey, do you want to learn more to book a session? Fill out the contact form. That's too much of an ask three seconds in. That's like at like the, the, the asking somebody to marry you on the first date, right? So back to this study. So what they did on the experiment group is instead of asking for the six foot sign, they said, Hey, we believe that people are driving too fast for the kids in the neighborhood. Could we put this sticker in your window and could you sign this petition? And then, uh, so the, the results, when they just straight up asked for the six foot sign, you can guess that almost nobody, like one less than 1% of people said yes. And then um, well over 80% said yes to the sticker and the signature. And guess what happened when they came back two weeks later and ask the small sticker people, can we put the big sign in your yard? Over 50% of the people said yes. yes to the big sign. And that is so telling where like we just, a lot of our marketing tactics, the time in between them, we, I think there was a very common saying like, oh yeah, it takes seven touches or seven points of awareness where people need to see your brand seven times before they actually take mm-hmm. action. Not only is the interaction important, but it's the time in between where it's like, oh, yeah, yeah, I've seen them for a while now. I've been learning about them for a while. That that equals trust in a lot of people's minds. Really, really powerful. Okay, so what are some of the ways you do that when you you what what do you want somebody to do when they're visiting your website? It's really page specific. I have certain pages that are geared more towards one lead magnet. I have other pages that are geared more towards another. I write what to wear blog posts very, very often when it comes to boudoir because that is one of the primary concerns for my ideal client. And in all of those blog posts, I have a call to action for them to opt in for the archives. So it really depends on the page. But whenever I have, I write out a website map using a tool called MindMeister. If you've never used it, it's a ton of fun. It's kind of like a flowchart looking thing. And every single page has a goal. So on this page, I want someone to opt in for the what to wear archives. On this page, I want someone to contact me. On this page, I want someone to click on this gallery. Every single web page has a goal. 
So you, in the pre-show, you gave me this amazing um, analogy to photography. So every page, your homepage and other pages on your site, um, like we know, what was the analogy you used? When you are putting together an image and you're really considering what you want to show in this image, you're going to be thinking about a focus point. You're going to be thinking about the overall big picture. You need to be considering a focus for every single page on your website or an overall goal. And email marketing or an email opt-in should be really, really high on that list. Yeah. One of my background is in uh, training and development and I've got my master's degree in education. And one of the old school, like, goals that a lot of people would make a mistake about is we'd say, well, what's the point of this course or of this class or of this degree? And a a bad objective is say, well, my goal is for people to know X, Y, Z. Well, guess what? There's a whole bunch of debate, a whole bunch of unknown about how the hell do we measure if somebody knows something? (laughs) That's really hard to do. Guess what is way easier to measure if people do? Uh, if they do something. <laughs> so really good educational goals, good marketing goals, good everything for your website should be measured in behavior. What are people doing? What are people clicking on? What pages are they visiting? What are they reading? And what are they entering their email address in order to get more information about? That is really, really huge. And I think the at the end of the day, the huge action that we want people to do is to book us, right? But we know that there's we've got to break that huge action, that huge that requires tons and tons of trust and relationship before they do it. You've got to break that huge action into a bunch of tiny little baby step actions that build up, that gradually build that trust. So good. Okay. So um, before we go farther in, in how to implement this in your business, why don't we pause for a sec and just share with us over the 10 years you've been doing it, um, what are some of the benefits of, of using email that you've, you've seen and how has your business benefited from it? Oh man, it's huge. It is. We talk so much when it comes to running a business and being an entrepreneur about being authentic, but when you are playing to someone else's algorithm on Facebook or Instagram or Snapchat or whatever tool you're using, it's really hard to make sure that you are still using your authentic voice because you're also trying to get those clicks. Whereas with email, these people have opted in. They want to hear from you. And if they don't, there's a pretty little unsubscribe link at the bottom and they can click that. And that's okay because when they leave, you're making room for someone else that does want to hear from you. So reaching out to my tribe via email gives me the opportunity to share a little bit of myself. One of my most read emails that I've ever sent was called saggy baggy or something like that because I had lost like 50 pounds within two months or so because of medication and I had saggy skin and people want to hear things like that. They want to know that I'm a real person behind the screen. Mm. We live in a world that is so connected, but so shallowly connected. Like I feel like it's a farce. This social media connection is such a fake connection. And so to be able to reach out to someone and say, I'm a real person. I had saggy baggy skin and I was worried about it. So I get your concerns about what you're going to look like. And here's what I can do to help you. It helps them to know, like, and trust me. And ultimately, it's kind of a little push in the right direction too, because in every email, just like every web page, 
every page on my website, there is a call to action. There is a goal. I actually wrote an article about that's that's like super science geeky about calls to action and why they're important. But every email has that call to action as well. So last week I sent out an email that said, I only have five sessions left for the rest of the year. Two of them were booked that day. People need that little extra push. They need that follow-up. Yeah. One of the things that you reminded me of is like social media, there's, there's all kinds of pros and cons. I think that uh, there's a place social media has a, mm-hmm. has like a job, but it, it's not, it doesn't, it should not replace. And I, I argue that email marketing should come first. Email marketing should be the foundation that you build other things on top of. And of course you still can, pl- there's still a place for social media, but there's danger in relying too much on just social media because it can change so much. You don't own it. You have to pay to play. You can get shut down if you've got private Facebook groups. There's all Absolutely. of this risk. But when you own it, there, there's one more thing about um, when you're sending that authentic personal message, it is by t- the technology, it's it's a even though you're sending it automated, which is of course smart and, and great, but it's it's a one, it's a message from you mm-hmm. to them. Whereas to, to one like addressed to one person. Whereas with social media, based on how it's set up, it's it's you to everybody. So it's kind of impersonal. It's you just like, if you were to say that same message, it comes across a little bit differently. It can still be seen as vulnerable. And I still think I like it when people are their authentic selves on social media, but it doesn't connect necessarily the same way a personal email does. Um, really cool. So, and then as a result, when it comes time, to filling your sessions, you've got people on your subscriber list that that know you. One of the things you said is they don't balk at your pricing. How have you seen that play out? Be, as as a result, but like maybe back in the day before you had a, a tribe, before you had a bunch of email subscribers to send mm-hmm. an email to. Um, what's it like now? I can send out an email and connect with people that I want to book. And that sounds scary. I know when you're brand new, you just want to book all the people, right? You just want to take all the clients. And I get that I've been there. But ultimately, you want to find the people that value what you do and are ready to book you no matter what it takes. And reaching out to the right people instead of just reaching out to everyone and hoping for the best will allow you to really connect with people and book the people that are willing to pay what you ask, book when you want. Everyone is shocked that I say I don't usually book weekends. It's very rare that I book weekends. And everyone says, well, why do they take time off for that? Everyone tells me they won't. I said, well, you know, when you reach the right people, they will do what they need to do to work with you. And email gives you that opportunity. You are speaking quietly. You're quietly whispering to the people that already adore you. They've already opted in to hear what you want to say. Why would you just scream to people who may or may not pass by? Right. I think that like when you, when you think about just the way we think about businesses and friends and brands, we trust and people we trust, there's different, we, we all act Mm -hmm. very differently based on how much, how human the interaction is. Like I'm, I'm just going to pull one out of the, out of the dark here, like fast food, like, 
when you want fast food, it's like, I don't want anybody to see me. I want to make this quick. <laughs> like it's going to happen right now. I'm not waiting. Like this is because I'm in a, in a crunch and I just need to get my kids mm-hmm. some quick food yep. <laughs> or whatever it is. Like that. And, and I know that sometimes as photographers, I've been there where we're, we feel desperate. We feel like I've got to get clients this week or this month. So I'm going to sacrifice. I'm going to take whoever I can because it's urgent. And what, what, when you're attracting that type of client, they are going to be impersonal, demanding, um, critique. They're going to be price sensitive. They're going to be, oh, oh, you can't do this time. Never mind. I'm done. They're going to flake out on you. They're going to be that like the ones that cancel the most. All of those things because there's no friction. There's no nothing keeping them attached to you. And what, whereas you contrast it with a lot of things you're sharing with us, it, it's the. Per, I think that um, people get scared about a lot of these long tail strategies like email or blogging or SEO. Because they, we get so close mind thinking like, oh, I need clients this month. Well, when you slow down and trust in how well all of these strategies work, you start to build relationship, automated relationships where it's not taking a lot of your time, but your tribe is getting to know you. And then when it comes time for them to book you, they're like, oh, you're, you're only available when? Okay, well, I'm gonna have to take off work because this is happening. And oh yeah, in your prices. Okay, cool. Yep, that works. That that sounds right. I I, I can't wait for this amazing experience because they've gotten to know you over time. This is so fun. I love how you're putting all these pieces together. Okay, thank you. Uh, the number three. Let's talk about um, teaching people to take action. We were talking earlier about behavior on the website, but now we're talking about in individual emails, you're teaching people to take action. You don't want to just send an email and have someone skim it and delete. That sucks. (laughs) What you want to do is start Mm -hmm. building this relationship and you want to start serving your clients, offering them value in every email that you send. It should always make someone's day better, even if it's just a little smile because of a bad joke. (laughs) But every time you send an email, (laughs) you want to make someone else's day better and add that value. And you also want to encourage them to take action. And that can look like so many different things. Again, it's that goal within your email. Do you want people to click a link to book you? Do you want to send a calendar link? Um, For me, I use Pixify. I can send them directly to my booking page and they can take care of all of that. Or do I want people to just hit reply? I sent out an email once that had the subject line of should larger women wear bikinis? And holy moly, let me tell you, there's some opinions on that. And (laughs) one of the things that I asked people to do was just to reply and tell me what they think. And this is, I know that it's really hard to believe that people are reading what you're saying when you only have like 10 people on your list. Your list, excuse me, your list is small and you feel like you're just talking to no one. But when you encourage people to reply, it is so nice to get a response back, even if it's just one word and say, Yes, I will personally respond to all of them. My list is not that small anymore, but it's so important to me that I am constantly nurturing that list. So when I ask people to reply, 
to and answer a question that I've asked, I will always respond back to them. It may take me a couple of days, but I will always respond back to them because again, it's reinforcing the fact that I am a human being. I'm a mom. I am a woman. I have my own insecurities and that they can relate to me and that they can trust me. And that is huge. And people do business with people, not brands, not businesses. So to be able to humanize yourself and to reach out to people and teach your tribe to take action with every email will be hugely beneficial when you are ready to sell because it shouldn't be every email, but every once in a while, absolutely throw in that sell. I only have a few sessions left for the rest of the year. Click here to get more information and then you book them. It's an amazing thing. Email marketing is so powerful. So many good things. My brain is like popcorn all day talking to you. This is so fun. (laughs) Um, I think that I'm going to share one quick new feature because there's a, there's a technical um, benefit to doing what you're saying. So I'm going to first address the technical piece. And then I want to talk a little bit more about the emotional and the relationship side. So first by asking people to reply, um, a big chunk of any subscriber is going to be in Gmail and other tools have a lot. There's, as email has gotten busy, everybody has said, Oh, email's going to die. Email, our inboxes are so full and it never right. happens. They've been saying <laughs> that for 20 years. It's, it's like, this is where we want to connect with people we care about, people and brands that we want to hear from. And Google has made the promote promo tab, which is great. I think that that's a, that's a good place for a lot of the promotions we're getting. Um, but a way for you to get out of the promo tab is by asking people to reply to you. And when they reply once, twice, several times, you every next email you send is going to go directly to their inbox in Google instead of going to the promo tab. So that is hugely valuable from a technical perspective. Um, now let's talk about. I, oh, sorry. Can uh, I just, so inside sticky email. That's sorry, a new. Can I just piece. throw so, one more so thing we, in there? Ahead, Not only ahead. will you be out of the promo, yeah, but right. depending on the email marketing provider that you use, you will have better deliverability rates as well. Because all of a sudden, these email people don't exactly. see you as spam. Huge. Right. Yeah. Exactly. There's, your open rates are good. Your reply back yes. rates. All of those things look awesome. Okay. So. Um, because of that, at Sticky Email, we automate a lot of this stuff for you. Um, all of our pre-written sequences, we had like 14 of them so far. And I learned this tactic and I've kind of known about it in the background. I was like, let's add that in. So we injected the the second email uh, um, goes out automatically and says, hey, I just wanted to make sure that you received my last email, my first tip okay. Just hit reply um, back that you got it okay. Um, so that sets it up, sets the tone immediately so for you to start getting that out of the promo tab and get start building this relationship with people. That's a really quick and dirty way to do it. What you're saying is vastly even better when you're asking, you're, you're sharing something emotional and you're asking for a personal reply that 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 even ups the ante with the, what I'm the, this the, the relationship side I'm talking about where it reminds me in class. When, like in the first day, when the teacher calls on people and expects like a real answer, it sets the tone like, oh, I'm going to get called on. When you set the tone with, hey, hit reply and 
and you reply back personally, that sets an amazing tone. So what what's going to happen next time you send an email? They're going to be 10 times more likely to open, 10 times more likely to read, to engage, to reply, to click, to eventually book. So, so huge. Brooke, this has been amazing. Thank you so much for sharing your wisdom. When people want to learn more, you've got some amazing resources um, that you've been collecting and growing yourself. I Where do. should people I go to learn two more? free courses that are actually available right now. They do not cost anything. Uh, the course that I, excuse me, the course that I had been working on will be launching shortly. But the first course is about email marketing. It's kind of an email marketing 101 on how to set this up because I know that it can seem daunting. And I had actually written that course. It's it's stripped out over email. So it's a five-day course, but I had written it prior to sticky emails actually being a thing. So that is something that will likely change. Sticky email is a brand new tool. Well, brand new to me that um, is such a foundational tool that will help so many photographers. So I foresee that changing in the future. The email marketing course is available and I also teach SEO for photographers. So that's available as well. And I will link both of those at www.businessstraightup.com slash sticky. So cool. Thank you so much for providing those tools for our audience and our listeners. Uh, really, really good stuff. Brooke, I can, I'm can. i so impressed with the success you're creating in your own business. Thank you for, for sharing it in a way um, with to, to help all other photographers benefit from your journey, from your lessons learned. Um, I'm, I'm just really blown away chatting Absolutely. with you today. And Thanks I really, so really so much for it. having me. And I just want to tell all the listeners, if you feel overwhelmed, you can do this. You absolutely can. So take a deep breath. It's figure outable. You can figure it out and you can make it happen. Totally. Yeah. It's just putting one small step in front. So at the same way we need our customers to take tiny baby steps towards booking us, um, building some of these marketing strategies can be daunting and overwhelming because it's, it's sometimes it feels like you can't get it all live in one day and it's going to take a little bit of time here and there to get it all working together. But what's, what's so great is when you do invest an hour a day for a week or so, you've got this amazing asset in your business that is growing, that is both turning visitors on your website into traffic that's automatically nurturing that traffic and turning them into inquiries and turning those inquiries into bookings all while you're Definitely. spending time with your family or working or on other shoots. Um, really, really powerful. Um, I'll wrap up saying if you guys do, do take, um, start taking action on thinking about what are some of the things you could write about. What are some of the things you and you know your target audience really cares about? If you want some inspiration, that's part of the reason why we launched Sticky Email, which comes with now 14 pre-written email sequences that you can use as a starting point and get live today. And then while you're you're polishing your voice, while you're injecting some of your own content, your own personal um, calls to action, you can have something that's live and working and collecting leads. Um, really, really cool. So if you want to learn more about that, um, just go to stickyemail.com. 
Thank you guys so much for listening. And if you've got, I want to throw out one quick um, call to action <laughs> at the end here. Um, if there's different things, other guests you want to hear, um, if there's different things you want us to, to talk about on the podcast, send me a personal email to nate at stickyalbums.com. I'd love to hear from you guys personally. Um, what what do you like about the podcast? Um, we're, we're looking at our schedule for the rest of the year and different topics, different guests. I'd love to hear from you, our listeners, um, what types of things you'd like to have on. All right, Brooke, thank you so much thank for joining you. us again, and we will see you soon. Cheers. <laughs>